the Sport Industry Access Podcast, episode 29. How important is mental toughness in modern day sport? Welcome to another episode of the Sport Industry Access Podcast. I am your host, Ed Bowers. As always, my goal each week is to interview a special guest who is a sports professional in a specific field in the sports industry, especially if you have an interest in pursuing a career in sport. I hope today's episode can be useful to you with regards to your interests and needs. Now, getting back to today's show, this week's special guest is Dr. Hayley Perlis. Haley is a sports psychologist, professor, international speaker and an author, where she works with clients in business and in the sports industry. Relating to the sports industry, Haley has worked with national sport teams from the USA, Canada and Australia, where she works with professional and Olympic athletes to tailor their needs by applying mental toughness to enhance their peak performance. To have Haley on the show is such a privilege. That's why in today's episode, Hayley will share her career journey and explain the importance of mental toughness in modern day sport. Hayley, it's a privilege to have you on the show. Please can you share your sports career journey to listeners? When did it all start? My sports career actually started when I was 12 years old, believe it or not. Oh, wow. I was a, yeah, I was a competitor, competitive alpine ski racer and I was competing at the Juvenile World Championships. And just as I was about to go, my coach pulled out a hundred dollar bill and placed it under in front, placed it right out in front of my nose, and told me that he was betting on me to win. And so I had about forty five seconds to sort that out in my head. And I ended up racing. I ended up winning, and I knew right then and there that something had taken place from the neck up, because nothing was nothing had changed from the neck down in forty five seconds. And two weeks later, that my that coach, who I love, uh, brought a sports psychologist to speak to my team. And I went home at 12 years old and I told my parents that I wanted to be a sports psycho when I grew up. So it's always been in my mind. And um, I can started to write everything I could write about in school or do was all about sports psychology. And then I continued on. So I graduated high school early and I went to university and I did an undergrad in kinesiology and psychology. And then I went to, off to University of Florida and I did my master's in coaching because from that story when I was 12, you could probably imagine that coaching became an interest to me <laughs> and uh, have my master's in coaching. And then I went on and got a doctorate in sports psychology. But right since I was 13, I have been coaching in something. So I was a dance teacher, then I was a, a water ski instructor, then I was a ski coach and a group fitness instructor and personal trainer. So my career really started young, um, incorporating all of coaching and sports psychology. Just touching back with regards to when you were younger and now looking at yourself now, how have you seen sport develop from a sports science perspective? Well, I mean, my, my area of expertise is sports psychology, and that alone has, you know, continues to gain more and more. Um, res- people are just more receptive to it. 
uh, we still have a long way to go. There's a lot of athletes and a lot of coaches out there that think it's, you know, I don't need a, I don't need, and they'll use the word shrink. I don't need a, um, I don't need mental help. Uh, I look at it from a performance enhancement and perspective and a lot more people now than, than in the, in the past, I think do look at it as something that is mandatory as something that is, uh, instead of something that is just, you know, waiting until you have major mental issues to call a sports psych. I totally agree. I've interviewed a few athletes already and I always feel like it's an area where they want to enhance themselves. Just for the listeners who are studying psychology, in your opinion, what core skills do you need in this line of work? (laughs) Listening skills. (laughs) Um, Listening skills, relatability skills, empathy skills. Uh, You are, because no, you know that old saying, what is it? No one, no one cares what you know until they know you care. That is the, the thing that I I think that um, highlights me in in my profession is that every athlete, whether it's a sport athlete, a coach, fitness, business, um, every person I work with, I do believe they know I care. And I think because I listen and I hear them. And so I will bring back stories that they shared with me months ago uh, because I listened and I remembered. And I think that really helps, um, helps someone in the psychology realm. That sounds really interesting and it sort of relates to today's main topic. How important is mental toughness in modern day sport? Well, if you ask me, it's the most important (laughs) because, uh, you know, mental toughness. Well, so this is what I believe. I don't believe mental toughness will win you the gold alone, but I do believe that it can lose you the gold. Meaning you may have all the skill set, you may have all the technique and tactical components, you may have the best nutrition, the best coach, the best equipment. But if one day you you wake up on the wrong side of the bed and you don't know how to get yourself back into that um, optimal focus, motivation, confidence, and anxiety control, you may lose the gold all by yourself. And it's because you didn't have the mental toughness. Would you mind explaining to listeners the type of services you provide for elite athletes so they can control those feelings before an event? Sure. The best way I think to start off is to just basically identify what a mental block is. And a mental block is a story you tell yourself. And if that story is a positive story, and if you believe it's going to help your performance, then it's simply not a mental block. But if you are, if the story you are telling yourself, so the way you're looking at a situation, interpreting that situation and internalizing that situation, that's all story. If that story is negative and if you think it's going to interfere with your performance, then you have a mental block. So it is my responsibility, my job, if you will, to help you either make some, make some physical, tangible changes uh, to your program or help you look at your situation differently, help you look at all the strengths you have, physical, mental, and uh, use those to give yourself the the best shot at success. Just from an athlete's perspective, because I find this subject really interesting, how important do you feel that athletes need to apply mental training to their training schedule? So it is my belief that we are doing that anyways. I don't, I, every athlete is applying mental toughness training, whether they want to or not, it is coming together every time they feel pain, whether it's physical, emotional, you know, mental fatigue, physical fatigue, whether they get angry at a coach or an opponent or themselves, whether they get injured, whether they have a bad day or a good day, mental toughness, they are gaining knowledge in mental toughness. 
And you can go that way. You can go that route and just through experience, figure out what works or not. Or you can save yourself a lot of time and work with someone like me, a sports psych professional who can right away find the triggers, find the things that help you, find the things that hurt you and give you a program uh, that, uh, well, that increases the probability of you using the, the tools that really work. What are the specific things that you can say to yourself that's going to put you in that mindset of it's go time? And what are the things that are going to get you out of a negative state? You know, figuring out, am I the type of person that needs to really just stay calm and not think too much? Or am I the type of person that needs to, that I like to self-talk, I like to analyze, I like to get into the details because that keeps me, uh, well, that keeps my mind occupied so I'm not focusing on all the things I fear, for example. So I think it's vital. Uh, I think everyone is doing it automatically, but you can save yourself a lot of time and, you know, perform your best a lot faster with mental toughness training that's more of a formalized program. That sounds really interesting. It sort of relates to this next question. With regards to what you've studied at university, how has that supported you during your career when you've worked with these athletes thus far? Oh, well, it's been everything. So because I have a, uh, so my background is actually quite vast. So even though I have, you know, the kinesiology and the coaching and the sports psychology background, I'm also have certifications in fitness professional, like I'm a certified fitness professional. I'm a, I have a certification in sport and exercise nutrition. I have certifications in, in, you know, in a variety of coaching, uh, coaching sports and then also my background. So I have, I have a holistic approach. Now I only focus from the neck up, but because I do have an understanding of nutrition, of conditioning, of coaching, I can use that to my advantage because uh, it gives me a better understanding of where the athlete is from all of the different components of sport. And then I can use that to specifically focus on what's going on. It's not just the neck up. It is what's going on in the head, but it's also what's going on in the heart. Absolutely. Out of interest, what have you been up to recently? Sure. So I, uh, well, a little bit of everything. So I, uh, I'm an adjunct professor at the University of Colorado. So I teach sports psychology to both undergraduate and graduate uh, students. And that's both in class and online. I am a content contributor. So I have, um, I create content articles, videos for various publications. One would be a sports performance product called Vega. So if you go into like a whole, like a natural store or a protein store, you can find protein powders and protein bars and performance um, products. I have written articles for a fitness company by the name of Beachbody, which you may be more aware of something like P90X or Insanity. So they're under the umbrella of Beachbody. So I write, I write in both the sport and fitness realm. I'm a public speaker. So there is, I do quite a bit of public speaking in Canada primarily where I'm actually speaking to, it's not my, it's not my term, James, Dr. James Lair coined it, but the corporate athlete. So it's applying sports psychology to business. So I'm, I'm teaching decision makers, whether they're CEOs, presidents, um, managers, directors, decision makers in their company, I am helping them develop mental toughness and then help them to instill it in, in the people that work for them. I also, uh, I also work with coaches and fitness instructors, um, professionals as well. And then I also have my own private consulting practice where I work one-on-one -on -one with athletes. On a personal note, though, what do you enjoy the most from the work you do? Anytime I get to be 
in a room with someone and, and, um, and teach in that environment is what makes me my most happy. It, what puts me in, in my own flow state in the zone. So whether it's working one-on-one with an athlete or, you know, up on stage in front of, you know, these people in Canada that I'm working with, uh, where I get to, I get to present an idea. I get to watch their response. I get to hear their response. Uh, and then we can go back and forth in conversation where we both get to learn, both get to share. And then I love, you know, once they've gone out into the field and worked on it, I love hearing back from them and, and, uh, working, you know, working on more of a continuous uh, basis with them. So, so on a monthly basis with them. That's what I love. I find this sort of area of psychology really interesting and I feel like we're at a great stage of the interview where I'd like to finish with an inspirational question. What advice would you give to university and college sports students who want to pursue a career in sports psychology? So I, I don't believe that I necessarily took the, the straight path or the straight route. So it's like the song from Frank Sinatra, My Way, you know, do it your way. But I'm going to say something. I believe and it's, it's even when you're developing, when you're developing sports skills, I believe that you have to learn the fundamentals because they're key, learn the fundamentals and then do it your way. So I went and I, you know, I, I gathered and I continue to learn all of the knowledge and, and new research and updated research and knowledge. And I, um, I definitely took the time to, to observe others who have been doing this work before me. And I still have mentors and I still look up to certain people, but then I take all of it and I do it my way. And it makes me stand out. Uh, well, the people that then choose me, choose me for a specific reason. And the people that don't choose me, choose me for a specific reason. But, you know, you basically, I have the sports psych knowledge and then I use my individual unique qualities to bring the message home, if that makes sense. Absolutely. And I hope the listeners really take that on board because like any career journey, it's never straight. There's always crossroads down the line. Out of interest, how can people interact with you? Uh, the best way to get in touch with me is to just go straight to my website, which is um, drjustdrhaleyperlis.com. There's a contact page. There's my blog page. So the best way to just – and then I'm the one that gets those those um, emails directly. So if you contact me through my webpage, you are contacting me directly. That's the best way. And then all my information is on there. So just drhaleyperlis.com. That is great. To all the listeners listening in, all of Haley's website details will be on my website relating to this blog post. Haley, it's been great chatting with you today. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Ed. What a really interesting interview by Haley, and I hope you've got a better understanding about the importance of mental toughness, especially with regards to the training side and the processes and the strategies that Haley uses with her clients with regards to how her elite athletes, for example, cope better under pressure during their performance. Most of all, from a career perspective, if this is an area you'd like to pursue, I really do hope that you've got some inspiration now, that psychology can be applied in many areas of the sports industry, especially in the elite end of sport. And I really do hope that you took Haley's pieces of advice on board, because by applying those pieces of advice, you can pursue the career you want in the sports industry. Now, as always, at the end of each interview, I like to finish with an inspirational quote from my guest speaker. Haley said, learn the fundamentals and do it your way. 
In life, we always think we know where we want to go with regards to our career. There's always a path, there's always a route to go, and we've got to follow it to pursue the career, for example, we want to achieve. But sometimes it doesn't end up the route we wanted to take. There's always a left or right turn where we don't know where to make that right decision. So by learning the fundamentals of the job you want to do, then you've got to apply what you've learned and do it your way. Because by doing that, you will pursue the career journey you want to achieve in your life.